0: This is Feel Good Friday on Wove Inspiration, let's go! Thank you for tuning in to Wove Inspiration's Feel Good Friday Music Edition where I interview some of the hottest gospel artists in the country. I'm your host Althea Richardson and today my special guest is Mr. Jay Windsor. Jay Windsor has been singing since the age of three. While in high school he was involved in local community and church choirs. He continued to develop his love for music by becoming a musician for several churches and conducting gospel music workshops. His love and passion for music ministry has taken him internationally and has connected him with various world-renowned gospel recording artists such as Fred Hammond, Karen Clark Sheard, Kirk Franklin, and his mentor and brother in Christ, Byron Cage, just to name a few. Jay Windsor's blessings are because of obedience to God, and they have certainly overflowed in his life, being a six time nominee for the 2019 Rhythm of Gospel Awards. To advance the kingdom of God, Jay Windsor encourages you to love God, love yourself, and love others. It doesn't get any simpler than that. I introduce to you my special guest,
1: Mr. Jay Windsor,
0: how you doing, Jay?
1: I am doing well. How are you doing this afternoon?
0: I am doing phenomenally well. It is Friday. I'm excited and I'm ready for the weekend. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell the audience just a little bit about yourself.
1: Absolutely. Uh, well, first, again, first of all, again, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your platform. I'm excited to, uh, to share uh, in this time with you. Um, Jay Windsor, I'm, I'm, I'm a husband, um, I'm a father, I'm a youth pastor. Um, I am a licensed and ordained minister of the gospel, um, as well as a national recording artist. And I'm just a person who really just loves the people of God and continually running after the heart of God.
0: Amen. Amen. So what was it like growing up in
1: Jacksonville, Florida? Well, um, I, I know very little about Jacksonville. And here, here's my uh, my, my s- s- small story in re- reference to that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my parents, uh, my dad was in the military for 21 years. And so um, I was born there. Um, mm-hmm. However, I was only there for about four months before we left. So I don't know a whole lot about Jacksonville Being a military, brat. Um, But I have been able to go back and visit um, on a regular basis, um, being able to see the home that we were there for four months in. So uh, trying to get somewhat acquainted with Jacksonville, but uh, being a military brat, um, I've kind of seen um, a lot more outside of Jacksonville, Florida, if you understand what I mean.
0: Oh, yeah, I I can definitely relate because I am also a base brat. <laughs> My dad was in the Air Force for 20 years. So I can definitely understand the moving around and everything and not really um, being stationed in a particular place. So,
1: exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> so while you were in um, high school, you were involved in a lot of local community and church choirs. How, how did you actually start? singing what made
1: you want to just sing oh man well i started singing when i was three Uh, my mom said i was uh singing before i started talking and um i remember being a part of the sunbeam choir um i know i'm probably predating myself a little bit here but (laughs) part of the sunbeam choir and and really just enjoying music i I didn't really um i didn't have a particular genre that i was uh, attached to if you will but i I was just a lover of music. And um, as I got a little bit older, um, by the age of 11, I kind of knew this was something more than just something I enjoyed to do. It wasn't a hobby. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was, I guess, a bit unorthodox, you know, where most kids are looking forward to the weekends or going outside playing and playing video games. I was the kid that was in my room uh, with my keyboards, um, learning how to Play by ear and, and listening to gospel music and other genres of music, and so at at that age of eleven, I knew that there was something that a gift that I was given. I didn't know to the extent of how um, how to really develop the gift, but I knew that I um, I knew that it was no longer a hobby for me. And So, um, intrad- being introduced to gospel music at that very young age really cemented uh, for me where i was going where i was where the lord was going to be leading me um into this path where we are right now
0: okay okay and so let's fast forward kind of uh a little bit and um to where you attended tuskegee university um you became the minister of music for bethel missionary baptist church um and it basically, you didn't stay there that long. So tell me.
2: <laughs>
0: So, what what actually happened there? <laughs> so
1: because, you know, sometimes I, and I, I say this reluctantly, um, my parents are awesome and I and I love them. Um, however, once I got to Tuskegee and I realized that college at that time was just not for me. My, my desire to, to be in music ministry full time was always the forefront of my mind. So, Um, I had a very detailed conversation, in-depth conversation with my parents saying, hey, listen, you know, I I understand this is what you want me to do. However, I I really believe that the Lord is tugging me to go a different direction. Um, And and they supported it. And um, um, we left Tuskegee um, going into my junior year. And um, I stepped out on faith and moved to New York um, out of all places. Um, Never had been to New York, didn't have a job, didn't Mm -hmm. have any provision or anything like that. I was just being obedient to what the Spirit of the Lord was telling me to do. And um, once I was there, it it was evident that the Lord um, was placing me in a position to be in music ministry and even being able to become um, the youth pastor there for a church in Long Island, New York, actually in Riverhead, New York. Um, So it, it worked out well because of the obedience factor and listening to the voice of God and making sure I moved when he told me to move and not when Jay wanted to move.
0: Uh-huh. And that yeah. is so very important. A lot of times people, you know, they, they want to get out there and they, and they doing whatever it is that they can do to get their name out there, but they don't want to slow down and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit Because yeah. and, and moving too fast. You're going to miss something. You're sure? Or you're gonna end up walking around in the wilderness for a long period of time because of disobedience and not even when they tell you to move. Correct. So I can definitely understand that. Wow, wow. Okay. So um so you're now in you went to Long Island, New York and became a youth pastor and worship leader. Yes. So the transition from there to Atlanta, Georgia, how did that
1: come about? I, um, my grandparents had gotten ill and, um, had, uh, deceased. And I said, okay, well, I, I believe at this time, my season here in New York has ended. I, I desire to be closer to my family. Mm-hmm. And, um, I prayed about and the Lord says, okay, well, you know, let's, let's make this move. And and we Packed up everything. We moved to Atlanta in June of 2004. Um, again, being very obedient to the Spirit of God, I began to serve um, at New Birth, um, Missionary Baptist Church under the leadership of the late uh, Bishop Eddie o. Long. Okay. And while I served there, uh, that's when uh, I met my mentor and, and friend, uh, Minister Byron Cage.
0: Oh, wow. Um, okay.
1: That story itself was a, a true testament of, of listening to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. After uh, a rehearsal one evening, I had already been praying for a mentor. The Holy Spirit led me to ask Minister Cage to be my mentor. And I was very reluctant because, of course, he's a national record- recording artist. And mm-hmm. most people approach him with CDs and tapes trying to get put on. But that wasn't my plight. That wasn't my heart. My heart mm-hmm. was just leading towards someone who could help me nurture um understanding ministry outside the four walls, if you will, and understanding the nature of being a recording artist, because I knew that's what the Lord had called me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Long story short, we wind up uh, meeting and having a long in-depth conversation. Um, I did one show with him. We were supposed to meet to go back over kind of the show notes to see how how well things went. And um, six years later, we never had that follow-up meeting. I was able to travel with him nationally and internationally. So, Oh, wow. You know, it, it really panned out to be, again, being obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Um, and if I didn't do that, then you and I probably wouldn't be talking right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's always what I tell people is that it's it's all about um connecting the dots or God connecting the dots yeah. and that, you know, you you have to go a certain um direction according to the Holy Spirit, in order for God to be able to connect those dots. And if you go outside of that or outside of his will, it's going to take you a little bit longer. Eventually you'll get there, but it's going to take you a little bit longer because you detoured from you know, what God wanted you to do in the first place. So right. it, it, it does pay to, based on, on your experience, it definitely pays to uh, be obedient to God and and everything that you do, whether it's in music or in in the business or whatever it is, it, it definitely pays to be obedient unto God. Amen. 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 So you are, wow, you just, you're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you do a lot of travel. You got a lot of traveling miles on there, I'm sure. I do. I do. Wow. Wow. So how does your family adjust
1: to all of the traveling that you do? They love it, believe it or not. Um, okay. You know, My kids enjoy it. Uh, My wife enjoys it. Um, I I enjoy being able to have um, a a very supporting wife as well as children that um, allow me to share the message of of Jesus Christ outside of home. Okay. Um, But I I, I caution those never to put ministry before your family. Yes. Uh, You have to remember that, um, They are crucial to, and I want to use the word success very lightly, but they are crucial to the overall vision. Because if they're not supportive of you, um, it's going to be very difficult for you to, um, for the Holy Spirit to really use you to your maximum potential. Because there's a tugging or a war between you doing what you want to do versus being able to take care of home. Amen. Uh, so Amen. Um, I make sure that home is well taken care of before we go and do ministry. In fact, uh, anytime that I go to a ministry event, um, most likely you'll wind up seeing my family with me um, because that's just the way um, I prefer to, to travel. I prefer that my family is there with me um, to, to really keep me locked in and focused on why I'm there. Awesome, awesome.
0: Well then that means I'll be able to beat the whole family when we uh meet at, in July in uh, Baton Rouge this year.
1: <laughs> they, they will be right there.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. So um what what suggestions do you have for for those individuals that are really kind of struggling in the music industry, um trying to get everything off the ground? because of maybe some naysayers or haters out there that are like, you ain't going to make it. I don't know why you wasting your time. What, what encouraging words could you um,
1: share with those individuals? Well, the very first thing that comes to mind is, you know, there's a scripture that says to make your calling and election sure. Uh-huh. You have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is what the Lord has called you to do um, because ministry is not easy. Um, it is not for the faint of heart. Um, It is not something where if you are attempting to get into it because you want your name recognized, or you want the accolades, or you want the pat on the back, um, or you're looking for that big payday and all these different things, that's not what ministry is.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: If You're going into it with those motives. You've already failed your assignment. You have to understand that um, it's all about God. Everything that you do is about elevating Jesus Christ. Amen you're preaching, whether you're teaching, you're on the stage ministering through song, everything has to focus on elevating Jesus to Christ. He has to be exalted, not yourself. So that's number one. Uh-huh. Uh, number two is to surround yourself with those individuals who are where you desire to be. Yeah. Uh, if you are the smartest person in your circle of influence, then you need to change your circle of influence. Amen. Uh, Iron sharpens iron. So if you're always the one giving the advice um, to others and no one's really pouring into you, you may need to check your 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 circle of influence. Okay, okay. Let uh, me ask you something. Do are you doing you doing workshops and musical
0: workshops too? Because this information would definitely be beneficial to a lot of um, musicians and. Choirs or churches, churches that have like really small um, choirs, but they're really trying to, you know, develop their their craft and everything. Do you do workshops or anything?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, okay. Workshops for um, small worship for small choirs for praise and worship teams, um, startup ministries who are looking to um, get their ministry, you know, to music ministry to together. Yeah. I'm definitely available for uh, for those things as well, besides concerts and uh, conferences and speaking engagements, definitely uh, clinician workshop, workshops as well.
0: All right. Well, I definitely need to make sure that I get that information from you as well. Absolutely. Because- I, there are a number of churches that could definitely benefit from your uh, services with that. So let's go ahead and talk about your, your single that, um, that I have. It's called He
1: That Dwells. What's the backstory on that song? That song comes from Psalms 91 that states, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Hey. Um, believe it or not, Uh, I wrote that song when I was 11 years old. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It stayed on the shelf for many years. Mm. And uh, after our season traveling with uh, Minister Cage ended, um, I knew that my assignment um, was not over. Um, And so we began working um, diligently on our debut album. And the Holy Spirit reminded me and said, hey, you remember... We wrote this song many years ago. Let's bless, let's blow the dust off of it and let's um, let's kind of make it fresh, if you will, for 21st century. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the Lord allowed me to partner with um, some great musicians. Um, my musical director, uh, Gabriel Sweeney, out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, Godfrey Thompson here in Atlanta, Georgia, <clears throat> as well as um, my engineering team, um, led by Al Ross. And we sat down, and um, the Holy Spirit really used us to really make sure that um, the lyrical content of this song was not missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a huge proponent to making sure that the songs that are being sung or written must align with the Word of God. So that's where He That Dwells come from comes from, which is in Psalms 91.
0: Amen. And that it is a powerful song, and the band is tight. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna definitely make sure that my husband hears this song because it is off the chain for real." So I
2: appreciate that. Oh Thank
0: yeah, you. and it'll def it will be played at the end of this interview, you guys. So definitely stay tuned and listen to "He That Dwells." It is it is phenomenal and is on time for Feel Good Friday. So what can we expect from you, other than all of the awards? that you were nominated for, what else can we expect from you music-wise for 2019?
1: Well, we're already back in the studio working on album number two. All Um, right. We are looking to be able to release new music by the end of May. Um, I'm extremely excited about it. Um, We're going to make sure that we continue to listen to the heart of God so that the words and the lyrical content that is expressed through us aligns with what God is saying to us his children in the earth um, lyrically as well as musically so we're excited about being able to release that new music coming towards the end of May along with um, other engagements speaking engagements but um, those are the things that you can look forward from um, from Jay Windsor in 2019.
0: Okay all right
1: so uh, Jay Windsor how can people reach you? Um, You can connect with us via social media um, on Instagram and Twitter. You can uh, find us at I am the letter J Windsor, W-I-N-D-S-O-R. You can also connect with us at our website, which is www.imjwindsor.com. For booking information, you can easily go to bookimjwindsor at gmail.com, or you can actually contact our office, which is 347 913 5697 um again that's 913 5697 and we would love to be able to come to your city and share the love and the message of love of Jesus Christ.
0: Amen. Amen. So Jay,
1: do you have any last words for our listening audience? Absolutely. Um again, thank you so much for sharing your platform. I'm gratefully appreciative and very humble for this opportunity. Um my very first, my very favorite passage of scripture um, is trusting the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding, but in all thy ways, acknowledge Him and he will direct your path. Um, I don't really care where you are in your life right now. You have to trust God. Um, he is not slack concerning his promises. In fact, he knew you before you were even formed. Uh, in the belly of your mother's womb. So God has a plan for our lives. He has an assignment that he expects us to fulfill. The only way that we can fulfill it is when we align ourselves with his will and our ears are in tune with what he's saying. So I just wanna encourage your listeners as well as encourage myself to stay in in God's face. Seek him daily, uh, get away from the distractions, align yourself with his will and with his word and let God do the work.
0: Amen. And well, you can't say anything else after that one. Hey,
1: that'll Amen. preach for real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Jay, thank you so much for being on the show. It is definitely a pleasure speaking to you and I'm definitely looking forward to the new songs that you have coming out in May. Praise God. Well, I'll see you in July. Yes, yes, I will definitely and I'm looking forward to it as well. I am too. I am <laughs> This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You guys have an awesome day. Enjoy your weekend and God bless.
2: He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High.
0: Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration's Feel Good Friday Music Edition. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in being featured as a musical guest on Wove Inspiration, send me an email to woveinspiration at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Wove Inspiration. Again, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I hope you have an awesome night, awesome weekend. Be safe. Let's go.